Welcome to the Become Fire podcast, a ministry of the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. If you'd like to learn more about this community, visit them on the web at www.becomefire.faith. That's dot F-A-I-T-H. Now, here are the Friars. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Become Fire podcast. It's your host, Father Anthony Tinker. Wow, that was <laughs> we, that was that was special, right? There. Looking at your face, because I'm always I always go like the excited route. I'm like, hello, and then I was just I went like the really like yeah. You went from you went from like 1930s like radio host to like like nighttime like <laughs> call in request radio host. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying things out, you know, and you know the people. You're the boss. You're the man. Yeah. You, you try it. You out. got you got to find find yeah. out. You know, these these people have skills. We're just finding out. You know, you got to find my myself in the midst. You're of finding all. your voice <laughs> till we have faces. Amen. Um, so we are in the middle of a storm series. Mm. Um, and prayers for all those going through. Um, I know you Amen. guys are not listening to the end of August, but there's a lot of hurricanes going on right now. Right. I don't know which ones maybe we'll be listening to are going mm-hmm. on while you're listening, but a lot of storms going on. So certainly prayers for all those who are dealing with hurricanes, especially in Florida, uh, California, anywhere else, just for the prayers for, for, for them in the midst of storms. But we also know Jesus is with us in the midst of the storms, the storms Amen. of life. And we actually, we're going to, it's a, it's a big change up for us because yes, it is. we're moving to the Acts of the Apostles. The next story Out of the Gospels and the talk Acts. About. And the, the storm is going to be the storm that Paul endures mm-hmm. while he's on his way to Rome yes. uh, and being imprisoned by the Romans. So a little backstory. Paul is, goes back to Jerusalem. He's already been prophesied he's going to be put in chains. He goes there. He's arrested by the Jews um, because they don't like Paul. <laughs> a lot, a lot yes. of reasons. Uh, too much to get background on that, but they don't like Paul. And so they arrest him. Um, he's, they try to kill him. He's taken by, in by the Romans, protected. Um, spends a few years uh, outside Jerusalem uh, praying and, and talking to people and ministering in that capacity until finally the, a new leader comes up. It's like, hey, what are we going to do with Paul? We, we go back to Jerusalem. He's like, no, I'm going to Rome because hmm. knew the people in Jerusalem were trying to kill him. So he's on his way to Rome. They put him on a ship. He's appealed to Caesar. He's a Roman citizen, so he has a, a right to appeal to Caesar. And he's, we're getting in this, we're in Acts chapter 27. Yes. And we have Paul kind of on a number of different uh, sailing journeys. He's going from, you know, one city to another city to another port. They're on this ship to Alexandria. So that's how they traveled back. There wasn't direct flights. If, you, if you've ever gone from like a really small town to a really small town, yes. you know, from, you know, some, you know, off, you know, Buckeye, yes. you know, I'm not, Bullhead City. You know, yes. I don't know if there's an airport there, but some smaller port in Phoenix and you're looking for some smaller port in Pennsylvania. Like mm-hmm. you're, there's no, you're flying like into Phoenix, then over to Chicago, then over to Pittsburgh, then over to, you know, the Johnson. Then you got to drive over here. Yeah. So yes. it, this is kind of what Paul's going through. They're kind of, kind of jumping ship to ship to get to Rome. And, and we, we were in chapter 27 and the, the journey's beginning to get dangerous. Like they're, 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 the sailing is taking longer. The winds are against them. Sailing is taking longer than they anticipate. And then we hear, um, now he's finally on this, this, this journey and verse nine, much time had passed and the voyage was now dangerous because even the fast was already over. Paul advised them saying, sirs, I perceive that the voyage will be with injury and much loss, not only of cargo in the ship, but also of our lives. But the centurion paid more attention to the pilot and the owner of the ship than to what Paul said. 
And, and so they're in harbor right now. And Paul's like, listen, we shouldn't go back out. Like we just got to endure, buckle through the winter right here and let's not go out into the storm. And so that's just, I mean, prophecy. Yes. Like Paul's a prophet of God. God's told him what to do. And, and we're putting our players in, in the Roman centurions. Roman centurion can listen to Paul, this uh, prophet, or he can listen to the, the captain. And, and, and on the surface, you should just listen to the captain. The captain's like, listen, we're still fine. We still have a little bit of time. Let's get to the next harbor. And yet, um, you know, in reality, the, on the spiritual reality, Paul's speaking into the, it, it, like, uh, the Lord, like the Lord has shown me something. Yes. And just, I think, a small note, but an important one that, you know, the Lord showed Paul. Yes. Here's the storm that you're about to endure a storm. And I'm going to, I can prevent this storm in your life. If people will listen to you, if, if the centurion's going to listen to you, but the listen, the centurion doesn't listen to Paul. And so it's kind of the, the centurion's going to endure the storm because he didn't listen to when the Lord spoke to him through Paul. It's just, to, just to make a, a quick note on it, just that, you know, we, can do everything, you know, by human wisdom to, to the degree that we can. But, but when a holy man speaks, and Paul is certainly a, a holy man, when, when, when a trusted and wise holy counselor, you know, says something to you, you know, that you should probably listen to yeah. that person, even if it does seemingly to contradict your own professional knowledge, you know what I mean? Or whatever it is in that. And so just to, just to kind of, just to, to make the recognition that the Lord, um, the Lord will use people, the Lord will yeah. speak and, and we should listen to, to the holy men and women in, in our lives when they do speak. And, and also just to add this, the Lord speaks to the sacraments. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to confession, I've certainly had been like saying things. I'm like, I don't, Oh yeah, I'm just no, kind of sure. feel like the Lord leading me to say this and just yes. kind of talking like people who have, you know, later come up or at that time, we're like, well, oh, that was right. And I was like, well, that was the Lord. Right? Amen. Yes. And so the Lord, the Lord will speak through the sacraments. Mm-hmm. And so just to pay attention. And obviously there, I've also heard, unfortunately, stories of, you know, priests who've given advice against the church uh, and, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. confessional. So there's obviously, we have to use the church for discernment mm-hmm. on these things. But in general, to recognize, no, the Lord speaks. Yes. And, and to allow him to speak through the sacraments, through the preaching of the gospel yes. and through the, uh, through the confessional. And so there, they decide, you know, we're going to go back out to sea even though it's kind of late in the season, it's getting towards mm-hmm. winter and they, they jump onto the boat and things are looking good um, into verse, again, we're Acts chapter 27 into verse 13, but then verse 14, but soon a tempestuous wind called the Northeaster struck down from the land. When the ship was caught, it could not face the wind and we gave way that we're driven along. And so basically the wind, this wind comes and they're basically, they have to actually give up uh, even trying, yeah. the, the storm is so bad. They're, they're like, we cannot fight this storm. They wait, they hoist the, hoist the sails and they just like succumb to the storm. And like, where are we going to be led? Um, and they start through actually have to throw stuff off the ship. So mm-hmm. not only they begin, I mean, they're Paul's just riding along, but it, they're, they have a bunch of goods. It's like yeah. a ship that's going to Rome to sell stuff and, or to Italy. And so, they're, they have to throw all their goods away. They're losing all these goods they throw away because they don't want to run aground to save their lives. <laughs> yes. So because they didn't listen to Paul, yes. like in the middle of the storm, but, but also how beautiful, how important that is. It's a key principle to us because if we try to hold on to the world's goods right. in the middle of the storm, we're going to die. Yes. But what they had to do is let go of the world's goods. Like it's yes. like, okay, you can either uh, give up on the world's goods and let them go and, uh, and, and be free 
and let the, let the ship take its course in the midst of the storm, or you can hold on to the world's goods and you're going to sink. And then two, like sometimes you just got that storm take you. Yes. Like you can't, you want to like, sometimes you're like the apostle, you're just fighting against the storm, rowing and rowing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the Lord is just, Hey, you know what? You just got to, the storm's taking over right now. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm still in control. I mean, we're going to hear see how the Lord is uh, in control of this whole situation um, through Paul, but, and he sees Paul in the boat, but at the end of the day, the Lord is um, going to like, let the storm yes. drive the boat for a while. Sometimes the storm is leading in our lives. And then we have to, but we have that, we have to focus on the Lord. Like, Lord, the storm is taking over. Like, my direction, like, my, this chaos at work, this chaos in my family, this chaos in my life now leads my life. I mean, people get a cancer diagnosis. It's like, well, they had to quit their jobs. They had to do this, they had to do that because now this rules my life, my cancer treatments, my et cetera. Like, I'm not doing like what I was before. This is taken over. And sometimes the storm is leading, um, but that doesn't mean the storm is in control in that sense. Because the Lord is is with us and allowing it to happen, dri- driving the, the direction of your life, so He can use that to get you to where He wants you to be. Just a, a very small comment on that that Luke is 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 the author of the Acts of the Apostles, and it, it's always a little jarring for me to find like a like a personal like pronoun in in, in the narration, right? Where he says "we," you yeah. know what I mean? Like he's. Um, you don't you don't encounter those words in the gospels you know what i mean they're 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 kind of telling it from a more distant perspective even though you know matthew and john and 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 mark may witness some of these things but 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 luke was there luke experienced the storm he's like he's telling you exactly what happened he's telling you exactly what the crew did um that we were there and then i, I love just verse 20 um yeah or then he says, when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days and no small tempest lay on us, all hope of our being saved was at last abandoned. Yeah. And, and they, are, they are doing everything within their human powers to save themselves, to navigate the storm. They are throwing the cargo overboard. They're throwing the tackle overboard. They're trying to, to navigate the, the, the storm and... And they haven't even seen the sun or the stars for days. That's how bad this storm is. It's just cloud and dark and rain and wind and storm for for many days. And and they've done everything they've can. And now they just abandon all hope. <laughs> yeah. No, I think this is one of the keys to the storm. Yes. That that the Lord drove them. And I want to say by driven by the storm, he drove them to the point where they they had given up all human mm-hmm. hopes. Like the human hope was good. like Oh, okay. Like our human hope is that like we, the only way we are saved. We can't do anything else. Is the Lord. Like mm-hmm. there is no more power that we have. Yep. He alone is the one who can do it. And so, um, but then Paul, and then let's do this. They, they finally ended their human hope. And, they'll, and we hear Paul again. Paul re-enters the story. Yes. The last time he's spoken is, uh, if you go on this right trip, it's going to be bad. And then that they've gone on this for days and days and days. And finally we're back up with Paul. Um, Paul um, stood up. And says, man, you should have listened to me <laughs> and not have said so from Crete. <laughs> I going, told you so. I told you so. That's the, that's the alt, like the yes. big, like, it is a scriptural, the Holy Spirit inspired, I told Amen. you so. And occurred this century and lost. Yet now I urge you to take heart. Mm-hmm. Now, beautiful. There it is. There take it heart. Is. Yes. Take heart. For there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. 
For this very night, there stood before me an angel of the, of the God to whom I belong and whom I worship. And he said, do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar and behold, God has granted you all those who sail with you. So I love this verse. Mm-hmm. I love these verses, but this verse. So first it's that, you know, Paul's just like, take heart. Yes. And, and if, do not be afraid. Mm-hmm. There's something in the stuff in the middle, but he's speaking the words of Jesus. Yes, I know amen. Yes. Do not be afraid. And there's like an angel of God was sent to me. So Paul's praying this whole time in the midst of the storm, everybody else is freaking mm. out on taco. What's Paul doing? Praying. And in the midst of prayer, an angel appears and says, Paul, you have gold. You have to go stand before Caesar. Yeah. So you're going to be spared of this. But this is the beautiful part. And God has granted you all those who sail with you. Like Paul was not just praying for himself. Paul yeah. was beseeching God for these men who hadn't listened to him, who were imprisoning him, you know? And, yes. And, and, and Paul... And heck, if he's the only one who survives, great. You know, I'll go back to Corinth, preach to the people there. Like I'm not a prisoner anymore. or I can go to Rome, but not be a prisoner. And yet what does the Lord grant him? Not just himself, but all the people in the boat. That that the Lord hears our prayers, hears our intercessions, like the power of prayer, the power of intercession, like your prayers matter. And Paul was beseeching in the middle of the storm. What was Paul doing? Praying. And sometimes our prayers are most effective in the middle of the storm. Why? Well, because it's prayer from the heart. It's prayer of desperation. It's mm. prayer that says, I've abandoned all human hope. I have no hope of you. I'm not, I'm not like, okay, God, I could really help you, but I'm also, you know, think the doctor can help too. I mean, so do, that's not saying don't go to doctors. I'm not I'm just, <laughs> of course, saying, like, yes. I'm just trying to make an analogy. Yes. It's like, I have no human hope. Like doctors right. have said, there's no more hope. I need a miracle. And, and Paul's like beseeching God in the middle of that kind of a situation. And, and the Lord is saying, I'm giving you your life. Not just your life, but all those who are on the boat with you. Maybe you, you can help me a little bit with the, the historical context of this. Um, so just the, the, the first comment I want to make is that, you know, he tells them, he says, I urge you now to take heart. And then again, in verse 25, he says, so, so take heart, men, um, for I have faith in God that it will be exactly as I've said. And, and just the, we, we've encountered now this, this, this call twice now to, to take heart. And there's just something that, that the Holy Spirit, that the Lord is telling us that this is the attitude of a Christian in the yeah. midst of a storm. Yeah. That, that to be a follower of Jesus, to be a disciple, means that, that when the storm comes, that we take heart. Uh, that we take heart, that we don't have to be afraid. That we, that we can courageously... Uh, endure. We can courageously enter into that. We're not going to to lose our minds. We're not going to lose our peace. We're not going to lose our soul uh, in the midst of the storm. But but Christians are ones who who take heart in the midst of the storm. And then, Father, I want to I want to ask you. So so Paul's on his way to to Rome mm-hmm. to stand trial, where he's going to be executed. Correct? Eventually, yes. Um, and I believe that he, that he has a sense that this is going to be his or no. Yes. So, okay. Two different historical perspectives. One is that, he, so he definitely goes to Rome and some people say he's actually released and goes to Spain okay. just for a while where James a bit, and then it goes, is back in Rome and crucified. That's one perspective. Of a lot of scholars, okay. the other perspective is he goes to Rome, but he's not immediately like persecutions aren't heavy at the time. Okay. And so it's actually a few years he's in prison in Rome. We know it's a few years at least because in Acts, it says he's there for a few years um, ministering the gospel and then eventually is killed. Okay, Cause I was wondering because he, the Lord has revealed to him that, that, you know, he's going to get through the storm because he must stand before Caesar. Yep. Um, that, that that he is going to Rome. That he had that that the Lord has a plan. That the Lord has a purpose. That that there's that the Lord's going to work something out of 
you know, that the Lord, the, the storm and, and, and the, the Yahoo sailors who didn't listen to me the first time are not going to uh, divert my plan for your life, Paul, that, you know, their, their incompetencies, the, the storm that, you know, my plan for your life is to stand before Caesar and that nothing is going to stand away in that and that, that this will be accomplished yes. regardless yes. of your circumstances. Yes. He's going to be a witness in Rome. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he is, and we hold him as, you know, the reason that the Pope, the, the, the diocese of Rome is the most important diocese yes. of Peter and, and Paul. Peter and Paul. Both and like Paul went and ministered the gospel in Rome for a significant amount. It wasn't just he showed up and died. Like he was there ministering to the people of God, writing a letter to the Romans before that. But right. like he is yes. like a, a central figure of Roman Christian history. Amen. Yeah. And so he has to go stand before the emperor, the emperor himself. To speak That's the word. That's so amazing. And I do want to say, um, this is from John 16, 13. Okay. I have said all these things to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have trouble. But take heart. Mm. I have overcome the world. There it is again. That this is the word that Jesus had spoken. And the apostles were meditating upon his word day and night. And, and they remembered Sharing that Jesus that had said, have peace, take heart. I have overcome the world. And so Amen. Paul is echoing those words when he's saying, the world's been overcome. This storm has been overcome already. Take heart. Take heart. So eventually the, um, they're getting near lands and they have to throw, they, they see some land, they throw some anchors, they realize things are, they're getting close to land. And what happens is some of the sailors are like, oh, we're getting out of here. And there's, you know, boats have a little like lifeboat. <laughs> yes. So some sailors like yes. throw the, like, they'll have the lifeboat. And, uh, and Paul says to the centurion, listen, unless these men stay in the ship, you cannot be saved. Like, here's the deal. Like God granted me everybody, but we got to stay on the ship. Mm-hmm. And, uh. And so the centurion is like, well, this, I'm, I'm listening this time. Yes. Like I didn't listen the first I time. Learned I, my trust here. I learned my lesson. Um, but it's just interesting the Lord does that. Interesting the Lord says, no, we're all, we're all sticking together through the storm. This isn't like some people cut out and grab the lifeboat. Like when you're in, a, in, in the midst of a situation where you're all in, a, in the storm together, whether it's as a family, as a community, whatever, there's something about like nobody can get on the lifeboat. Like if you want to survive... Everybody's got to stay on the boat in the midst of the storm. And oftentimes we want to check out and we'll either actually check out and move away or whatever, but we want to like spiritually and emotionally just check out of the situation. And the Lord is saying, no lifeboats. I've yes. you into the storm. Yes. Like endure the storm um, until, cause I will get you through the storm. You see them trying to save themselves again. Yeah. They're trying to save themselves. And Lord says, no, no, the only way that these men are going to be saved is, is through my power. And then Paul's like, hey, you guys haven't been, we haven't been eating much. They've been rationing food because they threw everything <laughs> yes. overboard. They've been rationing. He's like, hey, eat. Uh, and, uh, and he breaks. So he took bread and giving thanks to God in the presence of all, he broke it and began to eat. Um, a Eucharistic symbol, whether or not it was the Eucharist, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem that way by the context. Um, but it does, is very Eucharistic in this aspect of taking bread, giving thanks, um, breaking it, and eating it. Um, uh, I actually... You know, I mean, it's like breaking of the bread is, is kind of a shorthand for yeah. celebrating mass. And I think there's something beautiful to think that the Paul said mass yeah. and using what little bread they had to, to give thanks to God, to offer, to offer the, 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 the Thanksgiving sacrifice of the Eucharist. And then it's when mass is celebrated that, um, then they were all encouraged. Um, you Maybe, know, the, the, let me put it this way. Yeah. I don't think Paul celebrated a mass for the ship. 
And that was how they all ate. Yeah, yes, that's right. Yes. Um, no, hundred percent. If Paul said, because there's mostly pagans on yes, the ship. That's right. That, that Paul would have celebrated the mass, given thanks, offered it to God. Yes. And, and then been like, okay, let's all eat. Through the grace but, of the mass, they were all yeah, encouraged, encouraged. And then they took yes, some food. And doing Thanksgiving. Um, and then they throw the rest of the food. So this also, it's like, all right, Paul's like eat and like throw the rest of the food away. Like yes. our last, we, we, if we were trying to lie on ourselves at all, mm-hmm. like it's all over now, throw it all away. And then, um, they, they basically, they're, they run into the surf and the ship is starts to be, be tumbled. And, yes. and so the soldiers are like, well, we got to kill everybody. <laughs> all the prisoners. Yes. Like, Cause there's a bunch of prisoners. I guess there is yes. a bunch of prisoners on the ship. Yes. Paul um, being one of them. And Paul, Paul being one of them. And the centurion doesn't want to leave, but he's, he's recognized like Paul, Paul saved our lives at the end mm. of the day. Like I should have listened to Paul the first time. And then after that, Paul's it like encouraged us. He said, with you, he's been like, Hey, I begged for all of your lives and it's been granted to me. And so, um, they're, they're like, okay, no, we're going to allow people to live. Yeah. Like we're like the centurion makes this place. Why? Because of Paul. And it, it's just, for me, it's just the, all these prisoners, yeah. are alive not just the sailors the prisoners are alive because of paul yeah because not only has has he um besieged god for their lives that's the most important reason and god has granted to them but even in this moment the centurion looks out of the group and he sees one man he wants to save among the prisoners one who he sees the spirit of god upon and i mean maybe luke and others but we're pointing out to the one no no but paul and yeah. and, and he, he says i will save all the prisoners because i want to save that one and and that's a call to each and every one of us to be that one yeah. That that oftentimes the people of this world, the centurions who represent, you know, the worlds and the people of this world, oftentimes they look out and they're like, I just want to like get rid of it, like done with it. And and but if there's one faithful person running that little Bible study church, you know, yep. running that little, yep. you know, whatever's going on, and the pastor sees that faithful person, you know, let's see that faithful person. Or even the world, like the world sees like Okay, well, you're trying to Bible study at work and it's really like taking away from work time, but I really like Steve. Steve's a good guy. I don't want to lose him from this company. I'm going to let Steve keep running the Bible study, mm-hmm. even though I don't want all these people not working for half an hour on, on Thursday mornings because I want to keep Steve on this job yeah. because he's a good employee. Yeah. And you being that, that, that virtuous, God-filled, Christ-centered member. I'm thinking of, um, you might have to help me with the name, but the Sound of Freedom recently came out. Yes. And the man who it's based on is- Tim Ballard. Tim Ballard. Tim Ballard was told by the government, the new Department of Interior, we want you to work in this field of helping end child trafficking. And he's like, why do you want me? And it goes, because you're a man of faith. Yeah. And it won't crush you. Um, and this recognition of the important, they like, why did they pick him? Cause he was a man of faith yeah. and they knew they needed a man of faith in this position. Even the world knew it. Yeah. And sometimes the world looks out and they see that the virtue of a man of faith or a woman of faith. And they say, we need that. And they, they hold on and they allow the, the scripture to be prayed. They allow the Bible study to happen. They allow the rosary to be prayed. They allow whatever's going on, even a secular context, because I mean, I, I'm really graced right now. I'm allowed to teach a Bible study yes. for the juvenile detention yeah, at the juvenile detention God, center yes. in Sacatoni Z. Like yeah. this is like a beautiful, beautiful thing. And it's a tribe that's not, doesn't have the same federal regulations, but at the same time, like they asked for a class, mm-hmm. like not just an optional Bible study. Like I'm teaching one of their classes Praise for God, men yeah. for their school. Um, why? Because, well, they just saw the, the friars. They saw the, what we're doing. They saw this, um, this, this, this light. And like, we need this light. And just faithfulness. And they know the, the, the power of the Bible. Like they need the Bible. Yeah. We want the Bible. We want the word of God. And, and the beauty of that, that, that people will see and they'll see the light and they say, we know we need that. In the depths of our heart, we need that. And they'll call out for it. Amen. 
No, I meant to that. Um, so please pray for fathers, Bible study with the kids. <laughs> yes, but yes. I, I just want to make, make the, the, the comment too. You're talking about just like the, the, the one man and, and we really do see Paul, just this one man and, and, and they've endured just a wild storm on the sea, you know, I mean, 14 days. It's been, you know, like there, there was stretches where they don't even see the sun or the stars. They are, they're bending all hope, um, you know, whatever, whatever incompetence led them to, to set sail in the first place. Then you have the cowardness of men trying to like take the lifeboats at a certain point. And now you have just the, the, the evil and, and, and the murderous hearts of the wanting to just kill all the slaves. You know, there's, uh, there's, there's not a lot of virtue being displayed in the boat as well as outside of the <laughs> boat. And, and Paul is, is still able to, to be the virtuous man in the, in the midst of, of these, these cowards, these murderers yeah. and, 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 and beseech God and, and, and to, to minister to them and to reach out to them and, and to pray for them. And, and he ends up saving their lives. And so you just see the importance of, of just what one faithful yeah. heart can do in the midst Amen. of a terrible storm and just terrible environment. Yeah. So be that faithful heart. Amen. Just an encouragement in the midst of the storm, you know, be the one inspired, but through the gifts of the Holy spirit, Amen. like, and it takes a life of prayer. It takes that life of, of reaching out to God, doing your thanks, your Eucharistia yes. um, with the Lord so that you can have that encouragement, that, that, that blessing in the midst of the storm and be that, that one who stands out in the midst of a, a very secular, secular culture. Amen. Um, wow. Is that time? Wow. Okay. And now I'm asking myself a question. Yes, Father. This is the last item. The, the fryer has been burning for over a month now. <laughs> it's been a slow burn. I don't know how I'm barely getting out with three items. <laughs> so what would be the, the third item that okay. you would take I, I've from thought you? about this. I'm going to narrow down. I'm going to tell the one, but I'm just going to tell you how I got mm. there. Um, take us through the process. So I um, there's there's a few things that came to mind. There is, um, the, the thing that I've owned the longest is a, Interesting. a, a stocking that my mother made, like hand stitched, oh, nice. like this Christmas stocking. I keep this hanging up in my room yes. all year long. And then I bring it out into the friary for where we put our stockings at Christmas for our and it's beautiful. Christmas time. Christmas would not be the same if you didn't save this stocking. Yeah. And, and I've had it since I was about 10 years old. So, wow. I mean, most of the stuff I haven't had right. that long, even the clothes I have, like, I don't even think anything stretches to high school, maybe some stuff from college, but sure. it's like, yeah. I don't have clothes that last that long or things that last long. So this thing obviously has been a very, very sentimental mm -hmm. stuff to my mom. She also made a blanket, but as of those two things, I think that yeah. just cause it's longer, I think that really stands out. So far as a sentimental thing, that's, that's way up there. Um, and then, um, I have an Osage blanket. Oh yes, um, that my father gave me. Um, so I remember the Osage tribe. Like you need this blanket to dance in mm -hmm. Osage dances. Um, it's one of those things that I don't know if I would replace. Like it's one of those things. Like it was a gift. Mm -hmm. Like it's a Pendleton blanket, a really nice blanket. Yes, it is. Um, and I don't know if I would actually like. It's one of those things that you just you just receive the gifts yes. that was given, and I wouldn't feel like oh I'm just gonna go buy another one. It's like right. I would wait if the, someone else wanted to give me the gift, mm -hmm. I'd receive it. You know, to have this a part of my heritage and you know, be ready for the dances. But I, uh, so there's something about like, well, I want to take that cause I wouldn't replace it. Like, right. Even though it's replaceable. Right. Like I probably wouldn't. And then finally, I mean, I have a really nice guitar. Like I have a Martin, Ooh, like it's, it's yes. I, had a, I know a guy who works for Martin who mm -hmm. like played a bunch of them. It's like, this is the nicest. No, like, that's the like, You only get like, they're more expensive, but only because of like etchings and drawings. Like as yes. far as like what the way they sound, we don't make a better guitar than this. 
So it's a really, I got half price on it. So it's like, I would not, I don't play the guitar as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Like, so the need for it, I used to lead a lot of worship, um, do it occasionally, but not nearly as much. Mm-hmm. My, my role as a priest has changed and what we do of course. healing masses, et cetera. And so, um, I just wouldn't, you know, we have some guitars here and I'll mm-hmm. just like, use one of those. So I wouldn't like have that. That's the most expensive item I own by far. And I certainly would not replace that. <laughs> to the same <laughs> sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. guitar. But, um, at the end of the day, um, those three things don't make the list. Whoa. What okay. Curveball. Here yeah, we what go. What does make the list, but they're all on like, I might like, you know, it's game time decision. Uh-huh, all yeah. On the, um, Debbie Fornwalt, who we all, uh, Father Anthony's mother, yeah. tragically passed away um, a few years ago, one of our friars. And um, she gave me something, a, a very sentimental value to mm-hmm. me before she passed. Basically, like, in, in hopes of the friars, like, continuing on. Yeah. Right. And, uh, um, you know, just... It's really has me a lot, a lot of meaning and purpose. So when we came down here, it's like I gave up uh, liquor to say not that I drank a lot of it, but just uh, like you know, but you what? enjoyed it when you did. I enjoyed it when I did. In my five family, but it was a lot of memories. Mm-hmm. It's like you know what? I just need to make an offering like for the community, yeah, for us till we take the next step, which probably be like hundred years from now. <laughs> uh, but um, that, I mean, just the fact that then she passed, yeah, you know, and there's a note there from she and from her son, Father Athanasius, mm-hmm. just about. The community. We were in the midst of going through some priests leaving at the time. Mm-hmm. We are here at the time for the final question. Um, so we've talked through the what we are going to have when if while the friar is burning, the friar has been burning down for a long time. And and so Father Petrie just talked about three items he was going to grab. I've talked about two of those items. Uh, that I'm going to grab. I was going to grab a crucifix for my grandmother, grandfather. I was going to, I'm going to grab a, um, all my journals. And then I need to talk through kind of what the, the last item is going to be. I'm, uh, I'm thinking about a, uh, a, uh, a stocking that my mother made for me. Uh, so she basically, made me a uh, a stocking when I was 10 years old. And it's the only thing that I've owned for that long in my life. Most of the things I've owned have been from the, like, for like the past, uh, you know, four, few years, 10 years, maybe uh, a couple of things from college, but in general, most things that I own are not that old. So something that I've had for, you know, almost 30 years now is uh, there's something very sentimental to that. Um, there's another item that is my guitar. Uh, it's a very nice guitar. Uh, a, a guy I know who worked for Martin who built guitars, like went around and played a number of them. And he's like, there, you cannot, you can buy more expensive guitars, but you can't buy a guitar that sounds better than this made by a Martin, made by Martin. Uh, and so you know, he gave me a huge like, half price on it. And I don't, I just don't need as much worship as I used to. So I'm kind of like, man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't replace that item if I got it. So there's a little bit of like, um, do I want to buy a guitar that I don't play as much because it's like the most expensive thing I own and I wouldn't get it something nice to replace it. Um, so that's kind of on a possible list for me. I've got a, this blanket. It's an Osage blanket. You wear, it's a Pendleton blanket, but it's the blanket that you wear when you're doing the dances, um, that you wear this blanket around you as you, as you dance around as the families are being honored at our, at our, um, our dances, our tribal dances. And it was a gift. Um, and so it's one of those, like I could replace it. I could just go buy another one, but because it was a gift, I just don't know if I would, uh, I just kind of wait for the gift to be given again. Um, and, uh, and so if the Friday was burning, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'd, you know, it's kind of like, I'd want to grab it because I wouldn't, it's one thing I wouldn't replace. Like I'd wait to get the gift. Uh, at the same time, I just have to wait. If it went, they wait for the gift. So I do, I think I would just, I, I, I'm going to grab mom's stocking 
that's going to be the thing that I'm going to grab. I'm going to go, you know, and just, uh, hold on to that memory of what she's done. And just remember Christmas. It's the one, it's the one thing that hangs in my room that's year round for Christmas. Uh, it just remind me of Christmas, the beautiful season of Christ. And, uh, and something that I put out over our little fake fireplace during, uh, the, uh, Christmas season itself, Advent Christmas. So yeah, I think that's what I'm going to grab. I'm going to grab the stocking and, uh, and yeah, there's, there's what uh, Father Petrus and I would grab as we grabbed our final uh, three items as our friar is burning down after we've got, getting, gotten Jesus out of the uh, out of the chapel. And I'll grab the relics too. <laughs> I grabbed a lot of stuff from the chapel first we didn't talk about. But we grabbed some things from our room. And I uh, pray God, do not burn the friary down. But uh, thank you for being with us um, in these storm stories. We have one more storm we're going to go through, and that's in the book of Jonah. And get, uh, join us uh, next week for that. And may the Lord be with you. May he sanctify you. May he draw you ever closer to me. May let go of the things of this world and enter into the fullness of his love and his presence in your life. May Almighty God bless you as I bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Become Fire podcast. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit can be found online at www.becomefire.faith. That's .f-a-i-t-h. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit are also a 501c3 charitable organization. If you feel called in any way to give financially to their mission, please go to www.becomefire.faith slash give. That's becomefire.faith slash give. May the Lord give you his peace. We'll see you next time.